whistle blows and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players pop and the fans all go insane. Someone wrong, Bobby's gone at the good old hockey game. Oh, good old hockey game. And the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Hockey fans, it's time for board check. Impact Media's weekly drive through the neutral zone into Ovechkin's office. We're going top shelf, far side. Also known as every week, your host, Jeremy the Impact York. That is me. Takes you through the world of the Carolina Hurricanes, the Nashville Predators, the Atlanta Gladiators, and of course, our Kennesaw State University owls hockey teams and we talk a little nhl in between welcome to the show fun stuff to get into tonight lots of fun stuff we're gonna talk about the canes we're gonna talk about the preds obviously the glads and and uh some fun times with the owls as uh spent the weekend going to a couple games uh of theirs and i will recount some some uh, good times with story time with the impact a little later on. But before we get into all that, I want to tell you guys if you want to be a part of the show, you can do so the following ways. You can email us at 3endzone at gmail.com. That is the number 3, E-N-D-Z-O-N-E at gmail.com. I think I can figure out that you're a hockey question. You can put something different in the subject line if you'd like. Either way, we will figure it out. Also, you can search for us on Facebook, whether that is a board check, Impact Media, or Jeremy York. You should be able to find us all of those fun ways. If you're one of those people who like to just click a link and listen to a show, we definitely appreciate you guys as well. You can go to our Twitter account. There are a couple different ways you can do this. You can go to at Team Impact Media, scroll down to the appropriate show, click on it, and listen to it as many times as you want. There is no cap on it. You can also go to Twitter at BoardCheck. That's B-O-A-R-D-C-H-E-C-K. It has its own Twitter account, which is fun. It's, one, it's the oldest show we do here at Impact Media. We are in Season 8 as of now. 8. That's uh, it's fantastic. Uh, but you can go there, find all the board check links and some hockey and rugby ATL related things. So we actually kind of use that account for two, a couple different things now. You can also follow me for show related things and not show related things, including all the fun things we're going to get into, especially here soon. At the Impact 99 on Twitter, Triller, TikTok, and Instagram. Been trying to figure out the TikTok and trying to figure out the Instagram a little more. My wife has actually helped me. She she uh, she has uh, showed me a couple really cool things to do on there that I did not know what those buttons did. So tech savvy Jeremy figured stuff out. And of course, you can also find us anywhere you find a podcast, including Spotify. Podcast One and the iTunes Store and anywhere else you find a podcast. If there's a place you regularly find the podcast that you cannot find us, please let us know. We will fix that. I promise you we'll fix that. We've done it recently. So, let's start with the Hurricanes. Well, let's start with some NHL 
headlines. There's, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in the NHL, but for the most part, they are gearing up for the All-Star Game on February 4th. That is 3 p.m. It's on a handful of different networks, so there's a good chance there's one that shows it that you can see. And the other day, they were able to, uh, they selected one player from each team. There's a lot of first-time recipients there. You can go to NHL.com for the entire list. Uh, Linus Olmark made it. A couple uh, a couple other ones that were really cool. Uh, go check those out. Uh, I believe uh, the, the goalie sensation out in Vegas, Thompson, I believe he made it as well. But check, definitely go check out that. And uh, the game's going to be in South Florida. It's at this point going to be the highlight of hockey in South Florida as the Panthers are off to a crazy start, crazy bad start. They're trying to put some things together, trying to turn the corner. We'll see if they can do that, but if they don't turn the corner soon, they're going to be left in the dust by the rest of their division that uh, is doing quite well. We'll talk about divisions a little later on. And the other big note I want to talk about is congratulations to potential number one overall pick Connor Bedard. And his Canadian World Juniors team, they won the World Juniors Tournament. He was the tournament MVP. And if you thought Chicago and maybe a couple others were trying to uh, potentially blow up the farm to get this guy, yeah, I had four or five more teams to this because he absolutely, barring something crazy between now and then, is going to be the number one pick. Uh, he, goodness, he, he just... He looked like he was an entire level of skill ahead of everybody else at the World Juniors, and the World Juniors are full of the brightest stars to come. But other than that, it was just it was just amazing. The World Junior Tournament is always great. It's always a fun thing. I always try to tune in for as many games as I can. I try to check online each night to see how things are going. His, his highlights dominated. It was basically the Connor Bedard feature tournament and uh, he shined that's what you want is the brightest stars to shine when the lights are on and he absolutely did that um, uh, among others uh, world junior tournament fantastic let's jump into some hurricanes news the they were able to give a shout out with some uh warm-up jerseys and a full feature by friend of the show walt ruff you guys don't know, Walt, back in the day, was actually a part of the Tucson Roadrunners organization. Before that, he was a part of the, I believe, Norfolk Admirals. And he was, and uh, when he was a part of the Admirals, we had him here on this very show. We need to get him back on. Walt's a great guy. Really like that guy. He's, he's super cool, but now he works for the Hurricanes. He had a just crazy, ridiculously awesome article about the ice caps and how from 91 to about 98, because I think they had about six or seven seasons, uh, they were the ECHL pro team in the Raleigh area. The only thing that uh, kind of ended, the main thing that, that ended their run was the fact that the Hurricanes come along in 97 and uh, kind of, you usually don't see you usually don't see uh, a pro team and an ECHL team in the same city. Uh, Chicago is big enough 
so that you get the Wolves and the Blackhawks. Um, but that's AHL. And uh, obviously you get the Toronto Marlies with the Toronto Maple Leafs, things like that. But those are the few exceptions. You usually don't see it uh, anywhere else. Um, but great article by Walt Ruff. You know, even Gordie Howe celebrated his 65th birthday by, uh, I think he played a game that day. It was, he was raising money. He was on a big tour, raising money for charities and things. But uh, go look up stuff about the ice caps. It was really cool. I don't want to get much more into it because Walt wrote a fantastic article, and they have all kinds of cool photos of the jerseys and the throwbacks all over their social medias. Uh, also, Max Pacioretty was able to come back. He, uh, unfortunately, came back at the wrong time as the Hurricanes lost to the Predators 5-3. to We will talk about that game here shortly. They ruined Pacioretty's return, but it's good to see Max is back. Definitely good to see that Max is back with the team. Uh, let's talk about some of those games. And uh, we'll do it from different perspectives because these two teams actually played each other. As I said, last Thursday they hosted the Nashville Predators. Lost that one 5-3. to three. Your Hurricanes that scored were Jordan Stahl, uh, Stasny, and Brady Skye. Kachekov stopped 20 of 24 shots in the losing effort. But that dude has still just been red hot, just, just lightning red hot. Uh, they traveled to Columbus over the weekend. Uh, they ended up dropping that one in a shootout, 4-3. to three. Those are always rough when they go that far. Uh, Max Pacioretty, want to know if he's back to game action mode? Yeah, he had two goals in that game, and Brady Sky had the other one. Anti-Ranta stopped 15 of 18 shots in the losing effort, but you got to think. They played four periods of hockey and then went to a shootout. It's just like the World Cup. If it goes to a shootout, all bets are off. As anything can happen. And, of course, their game actually finished just a few minutes ago before we came on here. I was just going to give you a game update. But they hosted the Devils and lost that one 5-2-3 as well. Sebastian Ajo found the back of the net. Max Pacioretty. At this point, he's going to catch Ovechkin by next week. He's, he's already scored three goals in, in two games, or in three games. And uh, Coach Kaniemi with the other goal in that one. Kachekov, 18 saves in the losing effort. Your, your upcoming schedule for our Carolina Hurricanes on Thursday. They will be in Columbus to take on the Blue Jackets. No, that is not a repeat. They are going to play them again. 7 p.m. puck drop in that one. They will host the Pittsburgh Penguins on Saturday, 7 p.m. puck drop there, and a 5 p.m. puck drop as they welcome in those pesky Vancouver Canucks. Let's go to the Nashville Predators. Nashville Predators, the uh, the, the crazy thing, uh, the, the biggest note I have about them is let's talk about that game. The, the five to three that win. It's not just that they scored uh, five goals, which those uh, were by Cody Glass, Philip Forsberg, uh, Colton Sissons, Matthias Eckholm, and uh, Jimkowski. 
But how about the fact that UC Soros stopped 64 of 67 shots to give the Canes a victory? 67 shots hit him or the goal. Only three of them went behind. So not only does he get the like fourth most saves by a goalie in a game, but he gets the win. We don't know if they're going to blow up this team or not. I still stick by the fact that the first clue will be that Soros will be out the door. He is playing on an all-world level. No telling what kind of haul you would get for that. I don't think you should blow it up. Because if you blow it up trying to get Bedard or one of these other young kids in the draft to build around, well, what are you going to build around him with? You need some veterans to help build around these young stars to help keep everything going until they can take over. So I'm one of the few people that are against blowing this thing up and starting over. Hopefully management agrees. We will see because it seems like the media and the fans are split 50-50 on what they should do. So we'll see what they actually want to do. Like I said, I prefer that maybe if they want to move a couple pieces, fine. If a couple people want to move on, don't want to be here for a rebuild, that's fine. But this team is good enough to make the playoffs. I don't know how far they could actually go. They could possibly win an opening series. I don't think they're quite ready to do much more than that. So you either need to, with the contracts, it makes it difficult to really add much more. Everybody in the NHL is kind of strapped a little bit because the cap didn't move much this year. So everybody's a little skittish on moves because if not, if everybody had a little bit of cap room, I feel like there is a ton, just a ton of moves that would happen. A lot of people want to move some people here. Some people need change of scenery, things like that. But other than that, uh, it's, it's go Preds. It's go Canes here. You guys know that. And I actually met a season ticket holder for the Nashville Predators, and we will get to to him during our Kennesaw Owls segment. I think you guys are going to like it. I just told you about the win versus Carolina on Friday. See, here's the thing. Everybody's like, oh, they're losing. They can't uh, put up a lot of goals, and uh, it's just time to blow it up. Okay, well, on Thursday, they went to Carolina and beat the Hurricanes, one of the I would say two or three best teams in the league. Five to three. That's five goals. On Friday, they scored three against Washington. They get the win there. They beat Ovechkin three to two. Goals in that one by Trennan, McDonough, and Novak. See, I told you guys McDonough knew how to score. And Lincoln in with the 30-save victory for that one. And then on Monday night, they go out to Ottawa. And blank them, shut them out, three to nothing. Goals in that one by Lozon, Philip Forsberg, and uh, Yossi, Roman Yossi. Yossi Soros with the 38 save shutout. Fantastic, fantastic. Upcoming schedule for the Nashville Predators. They will be in Toronto tomorrow night. They are making the Canadian swing. The middle Canadian swing. 7.30 puck drop on that one in Toronto. 
They will be in Montreal the following night, Thursday, 7 p.m. puck drop on that one. On Saturday, they will be back home to host the Buffalo Sabres, 8 p.m. puck drop for that one. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk Glads and Owls, including story time with the Impact, baby. And if you get that reference, great. If you don't, you get a whole break to figure it out. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Jeremy the Impact York from the Impact Media family of podcasts. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest ways to get your betting fixed. And don't forget BetOnline for NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. And we're back here on Board Check. Appreciate you guys. Stayed with us. We went over all the NHL stuff early on. Now let's get into some Gladiators. The Gladiators have been uh, not only making cool gear, but they're actually putting up some really good numbers and having a uh, really killer season. They are building on the momentum from last year when they probably should have made the cup final, only to have the arena defeat them in the first round. It's, God, that's, yeah, just not good. We know that. But here is what they have done recently. Uh, As of last Thursday, they were in Savannah to face the Ghost Pirates. The Ghost Pirates have thought that there would be a state rivalry, and uh, it would be the Battle of Georgia. And uh, as cute as that sounds, the Atlanta Gladiators basically win about 75% of the games with Savannah currently, who is actually a really good team. Savannah can beat about anybody but the Gladiators, it seems. So maybe they meet each other in in the quarters or semis of the playoffs, and we'll see what a real series does. But they go down to Savannah on Thursday. They win that one. Five to three. Your goals were Cody Sylvester in the second, Sangoon Shin in the third, Eric Neely in the third, Kate Oliver in the third, and Odin Tufto, one of our new guys, late in the third as well. Love that third period. And of course, uh, Parks was in for the first two periods. We swapped over to Tendak in the uh, last, I believe. Could have had that backwards. Uh, I believe Tendak has actually been called up to Tucson last I heard, so we wish him all the best. And uh, maybe we see him later on down the road for a playoff push. But, hey, he got the call up. More power to him on that one. On Friday... The Glads were in South Carolina to take on the Stingrays. Just completely ran out of steam. Got blanked four to nothing in that one. Uh, Tendek was still with us at that point. So Tendek stopped uh, 29 of the 32 shots. Of course, the empty netter was the other one. Uh, team was due for a stinker, guys. And that was it. Got that one out of the way because then they followed that up on Sunday. 
as they hosted the Savannah Ghost Pirates and blanked them, shut them out three to nothing. Your goals in that one, Tyler Coburn in the first, Bodie Wild in the first, and Derek Topage in the second was all they needed for the three to nothing victory. Tons and tons of penalties. Uh, and when I say tons and tons, I mean literally probably 20 plus penalties were called in this one by both teams. The fisticuffs are really, really starting to come out, and these two teams don't like each other. Uh, Parks with the 30 save shutout. But it makes for fun games, by the way. Your upcoming schedule for our Gladiators. Tomorrow night, they will host the South Carolina Stingrays. 7 p.m. puck drop in that one. This is part of the $5 tickets and canned food drive. Uh, enjoy $5 tickets every Wednesday this season. This game's ticket offer is um, uh, brought to you by Streetwise, and fans are encouraged to bring canned food goods to donate to the organization. It's always a good food drive. You guys know, don't find the expired random vegetable in the back of the cabinet. No actual ones, whether you get them at the store, whether you uh, just look and say, you know what, we don't need 14 cans of green beans or peas. Bring a handful of those to people who really could use them and need them. It's it's a great promotion they do. Uh, I believe you get the $5 tickets whether you donate or not, but it's just a good thing to donate. They're going to do that tomorrow night. On Friday, they're going to be in Jacksonville to take on the Iceman. 7 p.m. puck drop on that one. And on Saturday, they will host the Jacksonville Iceman 7 p.m. puck drop up in Duluth. That one is the Stick It to Cancer game. It is a fantastic game to attend if you are looking for a really fun one, really interactive one to do. They uh, will have special Stick It to Cancer jerseys. They will usually auction those off at the end. Bring your pocketbooks and... Uh, as those auctions get out of hand very quickly. Uh, they're also going to be collecting donations of snack packs that will be donated to the Northside Hospital Infusion Center. They can include small bags of chips, peanut butter crackers, small bags of cookies, things like that. Snack, actual snack packs, guys. You guys know what these are. But uh, another great thing there, they and, and usually the stick it to cancer, they decorate the ice. It, it's usually purple themed. It's one of the one of the cooler nights they really do. It's one of my favorites. But that leaves us to the Kennesaw Owls and the amazing weekend I had spending time with all the players and uh, just a great time. First off, you guys have heard from. Uh, Daniel Kotnar, and you have heard from Aiden Hamby on here. Very soon we're going to be having um, Adrian Pape on here. The Predators season ticket holder I referred to earlier that I said I would mention now is Adrian's dad, Jeff. Fantastic to meet him. Spent uh, the entire Saturday game basically commentating the game with him. That was uh, It was very fun. And uh, he was super guy to talk to, very informative. Uh, it's it's when you meet Jeff and hang out with him for a minute, you realize why Adrian is 
the upstanding citizen that he is. Uh, he's doing a fantastic job. Uh, shout out to Richard and his uh, better half as well. Richard is actually a Georgia Tech hockey parent, but I uh, saw him at both games and uh, had some great conversations with him as well. Uh, overall, I will say that if you guys have not been to the Ice Forum where the Gladiators practice, it is right across from the arena where they play. Uh, first off, make sure you are wearing about 14 winter coats. That is the coldest rink I have ever been to. And I know a lot of you guys are going to say, well, it's an ice rink. Of course it's going to be. No, I've been to many ice rinks that have been anywhere between, I would say, 50 and 60 degrees, which is what the Atlanta Ice House was on Saturday where Kennesaw plays their games. No, up at the Ice Forum. It was probably about 40 degrees or so the entire game. From the time you walked in the door, your breath was already doing that kind of frozen smoky thing. It's really cool. But a uh, great time. As actually on Friday night, I ended up kind of uh, helping pull the gate for the guys to get onto and uh, off of the ice. Shout out to... One of KSU's players, Connor, who, because uh, he is currently injured, he's on the rehab and doing well. Um, I was helping him with the gate, and at one time, to start the second period, all the players got onto the ice. We tried to shut the door. Tried being the key word. It did not shut. To which, after messing with it for a few minutes, trying to flag down referees to let them know, do not drop the puck yet. Uh, Connor said, push the door to said, Hey, push onto this as hard as you can. Okay. I thought he was going to maybe try to hit the latch. No, as I'm holding the door, Connor says, I'll be right back. Don't open the door. Great. Great. There's about to be 350 to 400 pounds of, uh, human hockey players flying at this door that I'm trying to hold by myself. This is, uh, going to be amazing. But it did work out. There was a play where they crashed into the boards right next to the door. Luckily, we found somebody that could help us close the door before anything really bad happened. But fun times at the old arena. On Friday night, the crazy thing is, is these scores are not indicative of, what, of, of the way these games played out. They kind of got out of hand a little later on. Kennesaw did come up a little short in both. On Friday night, they, they weren't quite as organized. They were trying to put some things together, and then sometimes you can dig the hole so deep that you just spend the rest of the time trying to get out of the hole as opposed to trying to actually move forward. Uh, like I said, Georgia Tech won both of those, but on Saturday night, Kennesaw seemed to feed off the live crowd. They seemed to... Uh, they built, they were building off the momentum that they had in the third period of Friday night. And they just continued to do just the, the, the gameplay was there. They were, uh, making better passes. They were completing the passes, you know, consider it like baseball or golf. If you finish your swing and swing all the way through, it's usually a better, a better shot, right? A better solid hit. Well, it's the same thing in hockey. If you're stopping your momentum halfway through a pass, 
then it's going to be kind of a snaky pass or it's going to be really soft and it's just probably not going to get to its destination. Well, they were completing more. They were really fighting. They're really digging deep. And outside of a couple uh, suspect penalties, one they one they absolutely earned uh, at the and it just happened at the wrong time. Uh, a, a retaliation that ended up being a double minor, on top of an unlikely one right behind it, uh, just ended up putting them in a hole that just they 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 couldn't quite get out of. But to see where this team was early on in the season, to see where they are now. It's two completely different teams. Uh, some things are really being put together. I think they're going to finish this season strong. Uh, we're going to look and see what, which games we can try to go to. It was fun talking to as many of you guys as we did, as uh, it was nice to hear uh, what you guys like about our show. And uh, you guys were telling us some of the people you wanted on. We're working on it. I promise you. Shout out to uh, the marketing contact of the team, Allie, who was doing some fantastic things. She's the one that does a lot of the uh, social media videos you see of the guys scoring goals. So you can thank her and a couple other ones for that. Uh, other than that, I had a great time. Like I said, I was able to meet a lot of the team face-to-face. As up until now, it has been text messages and phone calls. But uh, I look forward to the rest of the year. There's some fantastic ones coming up. This weekend, they will be at Vanderbilt on... I believe Friday at 8 p.m. puck drop and Saturday at 8 p.m. for the puck drop on that one as well. And up where Vanderbilt plays is the Predators practice rink. So a lot of you will know which rinks that that is. I actually know a uh, young goalie, friend of the show, his entire family is, a young goalie who played a, uh, a handful of tournament games up there this weekend. And uh, shout out to them on their amazing performances. But just a fantastic time. Those are two unique barns they play in. And uh, as this show will be called, Who Left the Barn Door Open? Thank goodness we got it closed. But other than that, that's going to do it for us on this week. For Board Check, I am Jeremy the Impact York. We will see you guys next week. Go Glads. Go Preds. Go Owls. Go Canes. Go watch hockey. Deuces, gooses. Hello out there. We're on the air. It's hockey night tonight. Tension grows. The whistle blows. And-